welcome to episode 24 of Tales of Crisis with me, your host, Martin Swaffield. And today I'm joined by a very special guest all the way up in the northern parts of our isles, uh, Mr. Alan Gibb. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. And as Alan is here, um, we are going to talk about his first Teams event up in Scotland. The Crisis in Caledonia? Yeah, Crisis in Caledonia, yeah. That's the... It took a long time to get a name for it, bizarrely, but yeah, it's kind of settled on that. That seems to be the most popular solution. Does what it says on the tin. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Excellent. Uh, Do you want to give us a quick uh, overview of the event? How many people are in each team? How many teams, etc.? Yeah, so it's, a, it's an eight-team event, uh, three, t- three players on each team, so 24 players in total. Um, the three rounds, assuming that nobody draws, which I'm hoping won't happen, um, we should have an overall winner after round three. Um, so that's 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 the plan. Basically, just one day's gaming, three, uh, three rounds, kind of chilled, no rush, um, plenty of prize support, and, and hopefully people have fun. Excellent, sounds great. And from a pairing perspective, how how are you planning on doing the pairings? Right, so it's like um, so I used to run uh, events for War Machine back in the day when pre-COVID. Um, so we're using basically a similar system that the they use for the pairing processes with the teams and that. That's why that's why I kept it at three people rather than five. Um, hopefully, if, if we can run this event again, which I'm hoping we should be, really, maybe up to five players per team. Uh, so we still keep it eight teams, but more players, if that makes sense. But basically, the pairing process is both teams will have a team, a nominated captain. Um, the captains are all for priority, like they would uh, if you're just rolling for a game. And then the captains choose whoever wins priority role chooses to be captain A, and another one chooses to be captain B. You have three tables set out: uh, table one, two, and three, if you want to call it that. So. Team A, if you want to call them that, Captain A, he'll choose one of their players and put it face down on the first table. The opposing team will choose one of their players and put it face down on table three. Uh, both teams will then exchange the remaining two players with each other, so you'll have your opponent's remaining two players, they'll have your remaining two players. Your opponent will choose one of the exchanged players to play against their table on table three, and Team A will choose one how good opponents players step against the team on team on table one and then basically all those four lists will get flapped over and the remaining two players will play on the, the middle table that makes sense excellent so it's very similar to nations apart from in nations you don't swap the cards do you as in uh, well, my last year yeah you wouldn't swap the cards over yeah. this, this one so this one basically uh, your opponent will give you their remaining two players on the map. My idea in the day is that I'm going to have everybody's lists printed out on bits of paper. So your opponent, so you'll obviously, you'll know who you put face down. You'll have your opponent's remaining two players. So you'll kind of be able to, I wouldn't say tailor the matchups, but it means that if you've got somebody who's maybe playing <laughs> Guardians and one of your opponents has got a team that's particularly weak to energy attacks, for instance, because Guardians have quite a lot of energy stuff going on. You might want to, you might you might say well we're going to put that opponent against against the, the guy we know who's down there and obviously they, they might do the same to you and then you're basically left with two players that the remaining two players that play each other uh, in the middle I guess 
Yeah, it's it's a really interesting game within a game because I I really enjoyed doing it at Nations last year, and it is you kind of because you think, oh right, well you know the the ones we know about we can do that, but you've also always got to remember that whoever's left then has to play whoever your opponent has left. So you kind of got to guard that as well, not to then expose them to a weak matchup. Yeah, I think it's, it's it's good because it means that um, because you obviously know who your two opponents are going to be. You also know who the face down opponent is, but you know that you've maybe put, maybe maybe you put your weakest player. I don't want to use that term because it's pretty bad, but you know you have maybe your, your players maybe weak to one particular list. And you go, we don't want this player playing against Colonel Syndicate because he can't deal with that. And you look at your two opponents and go, right, well, this guy's a Colonel Syndicate and this guy doesn't, so we'll put the guy who's not a Colonel Syndicate against our opponent who's yeah. He doesn't have to deal with it. So you can, actually, there's a matter of, of tailor, I wouldn't say you, you, you can fully tailor because the way that obviously the game works is you always have control over half the scenario. Um, but I think it, it gives a more fairer way to do rather than just kind of blindly picking people to play on tables. No, absolutely. I, I, like I say, it's, it's, an, it's what makes the team event so much fun in my eyes is the, the idea of, you know, you're kind of, you're limited because you've got to stay within the, the remit of a team's event, as in you can't. So for yours, we're not doubling up characters, we're not doubling up team tactics cards, but we can have multiple crises within the team. Um, Obviously, the restriction on characters and crisis cards is fine, because there's, well, I don't know how many characters there's, but there must be over 100 now. Yeah. Uh, there's similar and crisis cards, although with the rotation maybe a bit less, but... With scenarios, you're still looking at realistically maybe 10 or 12 scenarios on either side. Um, I feel there's just not enough scenarios out there yet to, to restrict people to one of each, if that makes sense. Yeah, for, for your first event, you kind of just... Because, again, we'll get on to it in a minute, but the the majority of the people coming aren't, aren't relatively new to teams in crisis, at least. Um, so yeah, it, I think I think it's a good balance. It gets enough of the team flavour without overly restricting people. Yeah, I mean, like you've played in team events, I've played in team events, and like, I think they're, I think they're, they're a lot of fun. I think it's not a, a, uh, maybe a bit more of an interesting way to play the game, um, because of the restrictions, and you have to really kind of synchronise your list with your opponents to make sure that you're all covering as much as possible. And I think. It's a good format for, for both new players and uh, experienced players to take part in, to be honest. Yeah, no, no, agreed. Um, so, no, I'm really looking forward to it, and I, I really like the, the the limitations that it puts against you. Yeah, yeah. So, we're not just here to talk about how the event's going to run. We're also here to talk about the lists for the event. So, the yeah, lists... I think everybody's, um, from what I can discuss, people have been asking me quite a few times over the last week or so when the lists are going to go live, but I don't want to put them live until we until did the podcast, and that way it kind of, everybody gets to see them and hear it at the same time. Yep, you put me on the spot so I don't get to do my research beforehand. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair. Yep. Um, no, and I think we've got the lists, so all the lists were in on, what, just over a week ago, I believe? It, Monday was the deadline. Yeah. First, yeah. first of um, May, first of May, eight pm, the list closed. Um, and everyone, to be fair, everyone was on time. Um, didn't have to chase anybody, so like that was really appreciated from the from the players. But to be honest, because 
I've run events in the past week. You remember chasing players right up till deadline time, but yeah, most of the I think everybody was in by about six o'clock, so it was great. Excellent, and it makes it a lot easier. We've done it all through um, Longshanks, so it really does make it a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. I would say people, even people that aren't coming to the event, can have a look at the the lists and maybe take inspiration from them as well. So who knows? Absolutely. Okay, so if we just do a quick uh, overview of the team, so we've got eight teams, yep, eight six, teams, yep, two, six Scottish teams, and two English teams. Indeed. So uh, a good showing from Scotland, um, considering it's a Scottish event, that's good. But still, that's, you know, to be able to put out 18 players within teams uh, is still a good showing. Yeah, I think I think um, if we could have made the event bigger or made a two-day event, I think we could probably get out more teams. Um, but I kind of resisted temptation. I kept out of the eight teams for one day. Like I say, just because I would like the more defined... First, second, and third at the end of it, rather than any ambiguity, I guess. No, yeah, it makes sense, and like you say, you can always grow it in future years. But it's it's a nice, nice number to start with. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through each team um, and talk about those, uh, and then we're just going to pick uh, a couple of uh, rosters to to be a bit more of a deep dive into. Um, and talk through those before we get to it though uh, just literally two minutes before we started recording we both had a quick look at uh, which affiliations have been picked and I've got a list here so the most popular is Web Warriors with five which yeah. Yeah. good to see yeah, yeah so I think Web Warriors are um, countrywide or even I mean, if I recall that I think they're quite a popular faction overall I think for me anyway it was, it was Spider-Man that kind of got me into the game to be fair so fair enough it's unsurprising I don't think it's too surprising that there's quite a lot of web warriors so that's good to see no and to be honest uh, neither of the English teams have taken one which means that all bar one of the Scottish teams have got a web warrior player in there so that's no, sure, yeah, yeah. good to see um the next one down is a bit more surprising, though. We've got four X-Force players. Yeah, we had um, discussions with players in the past uh, in England, and they seem to think that Scotland's like the X-Force meta. <laughs> um, we seem to have a lot, which is kind of surprising because Cable himself gets quite a bad rap. The rest of the X-Force characters are generally um, pretty, pretty decent, but Cable himself gets a quite a bad rap, so it's interesting to see so many X-Force players, to be honest. Yeah, and... The next one down is Crimson at three, which shouldn't be too much of a surprise. Um, no, I think I think um, ever since Kingpin, even though Kingpin got adjusted uh, eighteen months or was like a year ago, I don't think it's really dulled his strength in the no. game. To be honest, I think I think Crimson are still really difficult to deal with if you don't have the right tools. Absolutely, and I think the addition of uh, Daredevil, um, Shadowlands Daredevil, really. It, it just makes them stronger because uh, they're, they're few poor matchups. They can now go and do something di- totally different. Yeah, and they just, they just gained Mordok as well as a leader. I don't know how good or, or, or yeah, how, how effective he is as a leader. I'm not saying anyone really played as a leader yet. I guess he's only just come out, but it'll be interesting to see if, if anybody turns up with Mordok on, on the 20th. Yes. So, actually, that's a good point. Do you want to just clarify your ruling for uh, Squirrel Girl and. So basically, um, as I said to everyone in the first attending, 
if Squirrel Girl and Gwenpool's release date slipped past the 20th, if they had them on the lists, they wouldn't be eligible for play. Um, but it looks like they're on schedule to be out on time. Um, I think most shops have got them in stock and actually started dispatching right now, so I don't think that's going to be an issue in regards to those two. And do you know if anybody picked them? Like they haven't had a chance to get through um, all the lists. I, but... I think maybe on the back of that, maybe people erred on the side of caution. Um, but hopefully, you know, like I've played uh, Gwenpool quite a few times now, I think she's a lot of fun. Um, so hopefully, maybe a couple of players have picked up Gwenpool or Squirrel Girl for some, for some player team tournament, take the risk. Excellent. Um, now we get into the twos. So there's quite a few uh, where an affiliation's been picked more, uh, been picked twice. Um, the obvious ones uh, was where are right, X Men, um, Weapon X. I know it's both the Weapon X are in teams that have got X Force, so I don't know whether they're dual affiliations. Uh, just yeah, possibly, yeah, because they, they lend quite well to each other, I guess, because they share the I share a lot of the similar characters. Yeah, and we've got two Convocations, two Cabal, two Brotherhood, and two Defenders. And I know yep, Defenders yep. is strong in Scotland. Yeah, it's one of these factions that I don't know, like it seems to get a, a bad um a bit of a kick away because they don't really have a lot of defenders only team tactics cards that help them, but like, every time I play in the defenders, always I'm always annoyed at who <laughs> <laughs> And they've got a solid roster of characters and Doctor Strange's leadership, um, allowing them to change their attack type, uh, is is actually really, really debilitating or it can be for some some factions. Yeah, absolutely. And am I right in saying that defenders have won a couple of your tournaments in yeah, the past? So, um, one of the local players, well, obviously, locally, the fairy, he lives up in Dundee. Uh, Stuart Thompson's actually um, fairly, I say, relatively new to the game. He's been playing for maybe about eight, nine months, but he won one of the events that I ran a few months, uh, a couple months ago, and I believe he won an event up in Dundee uh, last weekend as well. Oh, well. Defenders. So he's, he's doing. He's on. He's on a bit of a roll with defenders, to be honest. Well, that's the one to look out for then. Um, yeah, I think uh, um, Dark Horse. I think would be the. Well, initially I would say Dark Horse. He's he's definitely established himself as as a quite quite a competent uh, player and knows what he's doing with defenders. Uh, as captain of my team, I'll make sure I don't play against him. Yeah, he's, a, well, he's also captain of uh, his team. So. Oh, wow. um, you, never know. You, you don't. So then we've got some of the just single ones. So Spider Foes, Hellfire Club, Avengers, Guardians, Midnight Suns, Hydra, and rounding it all off is Black Order. So they're all in there once. Um, just a note that for some reason Thomas's um, affiliations haven't come through, and we know he's playing Black Order and Cabal. So if anybody looks at this and thinks we've got the numbers wrong, um, we've included those in our numbers. I was actually quite surprised not to see any Wakandan players, to be honest. Um, I think there's, I think they are, I know they're, they're quite restricted in the world of five accessible affiliated characters, but again, every time I play a Wakandan player, I'm always reminded of how, how strong they are in regards to their control game. Yeah, they're, they're another really strong faction. I think it's just the for a lot of people, especially those that have been playing for a while, they've just cut, fallen out of flavour, haven't they? Kind of, they've been there, done that, and until they get somebody new, they're not gonna. A lot of people aren't picking them up. Um, yeah. But they're 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 good one to put into um, teams because you can dual affiliate with them. Yeah, and I think um, I think I think a decent kind of the criminal syndicate because a lot of pushes and stuff. 
um, which obviously almost like they don't like you don't like them pushing you off objectives and all that no. stuff. No, absolutely. Okay, so if we quickly go through what we've got, so we've got Team Gambit, uh, Brotherhood mm-hmm. Without Manners, Underpowered Scoundrels Form Mediocre Syndicate. I love these names. Yep. Uh, loathable Misfits. Um, and then we've got the two England teams. We've got the Marauders and Warlords of the Nine Realms. Then we're back to the Scottish teams with Genius Billionaire Playboy Philanthropists and the Thunderbolts at the end. Uh, so should we go top to bottom? Yeah, top to bottom, yeah. Okay. Uh, start with Team Gambit here. So uh, what can you tell us about Team Gambit? I'm going to rely on your um, knowledge of the Scottish meta here. My knowledge of the Scottish meta. So the three guys in it are uh, Adam Davies, Benjamin Potter. Uh, he also runs his own um, commission art company, Art and Hold Art. So I've actually got him pinned to be, see me put him for the painting competition, to be honest. And uh, Steve O. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know Steve O's surname, um, so you'll have to excuse me if he's listening in. Uh, but yeah, the three, those three guys are, are all uh, Glasgow based. Um, Ball been playing miniature games and Marvel for quite some time now, um, so I'm interested to see what they can pull off because it was quite an interesting mix of um, affiliations in there. To be honest, yeah, I've seen some of Benjamin Porter's stuff. I follow him on Instagram, Twitter, yeah. wherever it is, and yeah, he does some fantastic paint jobs on uh, those miniatures. So I'm looking forward. I don't think I've ever seen them in real life. Um, apologies well, if he. I've seen the pictures don't do them justice, but I think that's a bit cliche, but they are, yeah. they are absolutely fantastic in, in person. Um, so I'm looking I'm always a bit scared to handle them when they're playing games. <laughs> yeah, so looking forward to seeing those. So Adam's running Crimson Spider Foes, which is a pretty yeah. standard combination. Um, yeah. Benjamin's the first Web Warrior, and Steve-O has gone for, what's this, uh, Weapon X? No, sorry, X-Force. X-Force. Uh, Hellfire Club and Brotherhood. So, which of these lists do you want to dive into? Um, we'll have a look at uh, we'll look at Ben's list. We'll look at Web Warriors. See, is the highest represented faction? We'll go for for them and see what's see what people are repping. I suppose. Okay, do you want to talk us through it and see if anything jumps out to you? Yeah. So, Spider Gwen, Midnight, Miles Morales, Venom, Ghost Rider. Uh, the Four Threat, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, Spider-Woman, Black Widow, Inner Venom, and Iron Fist. I think most of those characters are fairly what we'd expect in a Spider uh, Web Warriors list. Um, Ghost Rider, especially um, Iron Fist, and probably Black Widow are the, the two that probably interchange most with other people's list. I think. I think they're maybe uh, Ben's flavour. He prefers those two, or maybe maybe there's some sort of plan some some sort of tech up his sleeve yeah you don't often see iron fist in web warriors but he has taken heroes for hire so i'm guessing he's there for a bit of a, a defense uh to save somebody yeah he's got lethal protector and heroes for hire, so that's like two pretty yeah. strong reactive cards um which can be a, which can be really hard to deal with i guess yep did you go through his tactics and Crisis? Yeah, so tactics is, again, what you expect, all webbed up, spider cracker, uneasy allies, uh, lethal protector, and me sweet cakes. I've actually seen this card getting played more and more um, lately, so 
remember when I initially came out, I didn't really think much of it, but it seems to be picking up traction quite a bit now. Yeah. Um, Bruce for Impact, Double Agent, which is Spider-Woman's card. Um, Heroes for Hire, which we said. Advanced R&D and Mission Objective. Um, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a pretty solid tactics list. Obviously, the people are, because of the restrictions, also the restricted cards are also restricted. So you can't double up on restricted cards here. Um, but yeah, like, I think... I think from what he's got and the cards he's got, I'd be correct. He's, he's got a pretty solid lineup. To be honest, I think he's got. I think he's got the. the I say the, the only ones that would probably be interested in know the reasoning behind would be Iron Fist and Black Widow. Uh, maybe maybe that's something to do with the, the team format. Maybe he's been restricted and picked what best was available. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, it would be interesting to speak to Ben to say and know why why he chose those two. Yeah. Other options. No, you're right. I don't think, again, Teams brings that out, doesn't it? Sometimes you can't get the, the ones you want or you would normally yeah, course, run, yeah. and then you kind of have to look for something that's close to, but not quite the same. Yeah, I always, always like seeing people's lists, though, because I think sometimes people list, people's lists show about kind of a little bit of their character and how they play the game as well. And, like, say, Ben's taking Iron Fist, and I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, I wonder why he's taking Iron Fist, but. Maybe Ben, ben may have a have some sort of plan. Maybe he's in there for a specific matchup. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's always nice to see people's uh, kind of character coming out in the list. Absolutely. Uh, and well, you, yeah, go on. Sorry, I was going to say, do you want to do the crisis? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's got superpowers, scoundrels, cosmic invasion. That's uh, the black order descends on the earth. Infinity formula. So that's his three secures. And he's going for paranoia. Pummel's Populous, that's a tongue twister. Uh, Fear Grips, and Deadly Legacy Viruses he extracts. Um, I think as a web warrior, I don't know if I would want Deadly Legacy Virus. I was thinking the same. I don't normally see that in a web warrior. He's got no... Maybe, maybe, maybe there's a... Maybe there's a... I mean, I guess, I guess they have got a lot of, kind of pulls and throws and stuff, so they, they can kind of control that to, to a degree, but... I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's what I would want as a web warrior. I think that. Well, Spider Woman can. She doesn't steal, does she? She makes you drop them. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess with Miles Morales and Spider Woman, yeah. you've got access to two uh, automatic token droppers. So yeah, that's why like, I guess in there. So if somebody does, maybe can knock the tokens off people and grab them. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe that is the. Yeah, that would make sense actually. Um, Knock, knock tokens off, pick them up. I guess the, the hard part is then try to get them on the same person. Yes. Um, <laughs> which I guess, I guess is, the, is the actual challenge of that scenario is to get the tokens on the same person. Yeah, and I, I would have liked to have put, obviously somebody else has got him, but Toad in there instead of probably Black Widow, just so he could go around and almost sweep them all up. Yeah, sweep them all up. Yeah, like, that's, that's what I normally see in a Web Warriors list. I think when I went, Toad is my main... I mean, two threat. Yeah. Um, I mean, not, not Black Widow. Black Widow's a pretty, pretty solid two threat as well, but like you say, Toad being able to scoop up the tokens from his own characters and stuff is, is really helpful for that scenario. Just, yeah, exactly. Okay. Looks good. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm going to go with Steve-O's list because it's got three affiliations, which is always fun. Um, so we've got uh, Cable, who's in there for the X-Force. Um, and then we've got Emma Frost, who will give us access to Hellfire Club. Uh, Cyclops, Cy- 
Psylocke, uh, Sabretooth, X23, Domino, Pyro, Magic, Mystique, and Toad. Um, yeah, Mystique's, Mystique's giving me the Brotherhood trigger as well. Yeah, so you've got Mystique, Toad, Pyro, oh, and Sabretooth. Is Sabretooth yes. Apex Brotherhood? I think he is Brotherhood, yeah. Yep. I think, I think uh, Emma Frost is Brotherhood as well, is she not? Maybe not. I can't remember if she is or not. Um, but yeah, it's it's, it's a, close to an X-Men roster um, with just one or two tweaks, which is quite interesting that he's gone yeah. X-Force as opposed to X-Men. Um, but yeah, Cable gives you access to the X-Force. Um, sure. And then you've got Mystique or... Um, Emma Frost as your your Hellfire. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I really like a few games of Hellfire Club, and I really like Hellfire Club. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see if Steve has got plans to play him. Um, if he's got a particular matchup, he's got in mind for that. Um, like, Steve will, Steve will plays a lot of X-Factions, if you might call them, like Brotherhood, X-Force, and X-Men. Yeah. Um, so, I'm pretty sure he's, he's he knows what he's doing with the, with the X-Force side of things, at least anyway. Yeah, and it's going to be a difficult one when you get to the table as to what what he's going to pull out because you know exactly, just yeah. look at the team tactics cards as well. He's got a fair few of everything, so he's got cat and mouse in there yeah. for his X Force. He's got my Hellfire Club for when he goes Hellfire. Um, yeah. I don't think he's got anything for. He's got deception for Mystique, but that's just a Mystique. Yeah, so he hasn't got a Brotherhood uh, card as such. No. So yeah, he's got Cat Mouse, Deception, Indomitable, Journey Through Limbo, My Hellfire Club, One-Two Punch, Exceptional Healing, Disarm, Recal, and Mind Transfer. Yeah, that seems, that seems like a pretty... Yeah, I guess that's, that's a pretty solid tactics lineup. to be honest. Um, all those cards have definitely got um, use. I guess not really worry... No, no, I was going to say he doesn't really have, he's got a lot of character ones, but yeah, he's probably characters and generic cards, so yeah, he's probably going to have to make sure he's not locked out, locked out of cards or anything like that. Uh, no, I, I would worry slightly though, because he's got two affiliation-only cards. He's then got one, two, three, four um, character cards. Um, so we could get into a position, but... I think is that yeah, if, a, if, I was, if I was his opponent looking at his list I would probably say he's more, more likely to play X-Force or Hellfire Club I don't know how much of a Brotherhood list he's really got there without any Brotherhood specific cards no and it's interesting because Pyro and Toad are just strong characters as is Mystique yeah, so there's no no harm in having them in is there really no not at all I mean I guess I guess you could maybe surprise somebody by playing a Mystique battle without like Asteroid M or like Juggernaut or stuff like that. I don't think. I think you maybe maybe toiling for for a, a effective Brotherhood list to be honest. All I can think is if he comes up against something like Sword, where he wants to go super wide at low threat, yeah. he he can. He's got quite a few threes in there. He doesn't want to bring Cable or Emma, who are you know high threats. So potentially. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, he could go. He could go quite wide. I guess. Yeah. Like, so one, yeah. two, three, four. Five, three threats, and a two threat. Yeah, he could, he could go quite wide on that. Yeah, and you know, so he he's got two. He hasn't got sword, but he has got two fifteen threat uh, crisis. So he's got deadly meteors, demons, and gamma as he secures. Yeah, uh, and then he's got. Yeah, I would be, I would be personally a lot of worried about coming up against cable and gamma. To be honest, 
I'm just sitting on a bag point. Thumping shots up the board is, is, is kind of hard to deal with, to be honest. Mm, depends. I've, yeah. I, I think you kind of come up against Malekith or Hulk or somebody like that on Gamma, Black Order. I think he'd be struggling. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know these players, but Hell, like Hellfire Club and Gamma's is pretty solid as well. Their leadership ability is, is good for keeping them in the fight, especially as he doesn't have a bad jump in that list. Yeah. Um, and his extracts is Alien Ship, Research Station, and Fear Grips. So he's he's going quite. So he's got Research Station, Gamma, and Demons all down the middle. Um, yeah. And you've got Hammers, which, you know, everybody loves Hammers. Um, and then you've got. <laughs> Meteors and Alien Ship, which are both still Cs, or are they. And Alien Ship's definitely a C, because I played that uh, today. Actually, so um, I think Meteors is kind of like the, the slightly out of sync C, isn't it? It's not a C anymore, but it's kind of still across the middle. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. So, like I say, he's, he's maybe because, because of the way the team event works and the pairing process, um, he's, they should be able to look at their opponents and work out. Like obviously, if, if somebody has been like Hulk and Juggernaut or something like that, they should be able to, in theory, try and avoid that if, if, if Steve feels it's not something he wants to go up against. Yeah, absolutely. That's fair enough. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. All right, move on to Brotherhood Without Manners. So, yeah. interesting, they call themselves Brotherhood, but they've got an X-Men, an X-Force, and a Weapon X. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a team that's actually migrated across from the old War Machine days back in, again, pre-COVID. And uh, this team was actually a War Machine team. Um, I think, I believe Kai's the new member. We see a fella called Marty. So Kai's like a new addition to the team, but he, uh, they, also, they also live in Dundee. Um, so Ross, Stuart and Kai all live, they're all Dundee players. They're Dundee area players. I think Ross is actually Cooper, uh, which is just on the other side of the water. Um, but yeah, they're, like, they're all, all three are, are ex Warmerstein players that, that migrated across to to, to Marvel um, in roughly about the same kind of time period, nine months ago. Um, and they, they seem to be having a blast with it, to be honest. They've got quite a strong... Uh, community up in Dundee, and it's just kind of like, you know, picking up new players every week, to be honest. Excellent. Always good to hear. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, the other one in there, so we've got the X-Men, X-Force, Weapon X, and we've also got Defenders. Um, sure. So, again, who do you want to go with? I'll go with Defenders. See, Stuart's going to have a role with Defenders. I'm curious to see what's in his Defenders list. So, he, yeah, he's used, he's used the TTS format. Yep. Just a wee bit more handy. Um, so yeah, Doctor Strange, Scarlet Valkyrie, Luke Cage, Voodoo, Ghost Rider, Long, Hulk, Fury, and Spider-Man. He's definitely taking no prisoners on that list. Nope. <laughs> um, that's a lot. My only concern is there's a lot of high cost characters. Scarlet Witch, Ghost Rider, all five costs. Hulk's a six cost. Spider-Man and Doctor Voodoo are both four costs. So, um, I, I guess, I guess from from perspective ideally we want kind of probably 17 plus scenarios um, to try and get the most out of those those characters to be honest absolutely yeah um, but yeah like, like I'm, I'm, I'm assuming because it doesn't show up that he's strangers without a gem I'm assuming so yeah, um, yeah I think he normally shows the gems for a long time, but she's not really she's not really dull she's just I guess it's just a, it's a more competitive market for three and four costs nowadays I guess Valkyrie. Um, 
Bourne, I've had a lot of other, I mean, Bourne, always <laughs> seems to get ribbed online, but uh, I've, I've got Bourne on my weapon X list, and actually, he's, he's not, he's, as, as long as you don't get him too close to combat, he's great for just sitting back, healing people, to be honest. Oh, I love Wong. Wong's great. He's just one of those characters that I think if you want to throw him forward and get him to kill things, it's not going to work. If you use him right, you know, he can sit on the back point, as you say, he can heal people, he can um, give them power. He, he And he's killed quite a few um, when I've run him in Midnight Suns uh, for me. So he's um, never to be underestimated. Yeah, he's never the wrong choice. No. Um... It's good to see um, Spider Woman in there. Who? Yeah, I mean, I think Spider Woman is pretty solid. Uh, she's really again that ability just turns off people's kind of obnoxious if you're playing to it. The, is he got double agent? Yeah, he's got double agent, and he's tight his cards. And again, that that card can be really annoying because if she gets to go first, plays that first, you can have plays on the right character. You can be really back in the corner as to you. A lot of things you don't want her activating twice. If I'm honest. Absolutely, and it really does mess with your uh, activations. It, yeah. yeah, no, I, I hate playing against it. I must admit, I've played against it a couple of times now, and you're just like, oh, um, yeah, what do I do now? Yeah, and I mean, the flip side is, I guess you could potentially lose priority through it, but given the character he's got, I've got a feeling most of his lists are going to be four or five characters tops, depending on the, the scenario size. Yeah, he's not going wide, is he? Yeah, he's definitely going. Uh, tall. But yeah, he's got like Pentagrams of Ferrara, which I think that's the only Defenders only cards left, although they have the Seven Sons of Cinebus, but I guess that's a Doctor Strange card. Yeah, and I'm surprised he hasn't got that in, because I do like Seven Sons. Um, it's been a while since I've seen a play the character, remember? Is that one where you two additional characters and then Strange gets like a big demon attack? Yeah, I, I use it a bit on Midnight Suns because it's where I always struggled, um, was the down the middle kind of maps. And I found that actually pointing that in actually gave me a chance to, um, yeah. you know, cope on those. So I'm surprised yeah. he hasn't gone with it, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, I mean, like, Pentagrams, Heroes for Hire, kind of, Seelon's Brace, Whims of Chaos, Deal with the Devil, Gamelange, Smash, Double Agent, Advanced Dandy. I mean, I don't think any of them are really that surprising. Smash is great for Bigger Hulk. Um, Deal with the Devil's obviously. Yeah, Seelon's, yeah. you don't tend to see that often. What's that? Seance. Don't... Seance, yeah, I have a that's a, that's a... I believe. Oh, I've lost you there. Sorry, say that again? Seance, I believe that's a Doctor Voodoo card. Yeah, it is, yeah. I, just not one that I tend to see that often. Um, yeah, I think actually last time I seen him, it might have actually been against you last year. So. Could well have been. I did throw it in for a while just to, to give it a go, but I didn't yeah. didn't like it. Again, the only worry, I guess, the main worry I've got looking at the cards list is a lot of character-specific cards there. Yes. Um, like, just looking at generic cards, you've got one, two, three generic cards. Smashed, Advanced R&D, and Brace. Yeah, realistically, Smash is attached to Hulk anyway. Or mate, yeah. would you put it on Ghost Rider, potentially? I mean, I guess, I guess if, if you're not playing Hulk and you're kind of forced in a corner, you're playing Ghost Rider. I mean, it doesn't seem like a bit of, it seems like he's size 3. Yeah. It's not a bad card, especially with his beam attack and stuff. It's not the worst card in the world to take with him, and it generates power really quickly, so... Yeah. It's not, it's not a bad shoot, to be honest. Um, and he's going for Deadly Meteors, Montessi Formula, 
Surprise intrusions, superpowers, scoundrels, and fear. Well, they're all all mixed together, that's really nice. Thanks for that, one chance. Yeah, like, yeah, so he's. So he's, he's got quite a lot of high, like 18, 20, 19. Yeah, there's no low threats in there, is there? Of course, So maybe, that, maybe that's his plan is to. Um, if he doesn't get priority, then to, to gain the upper hand through trade, taking a higher uh, scenario value. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're well, I've played a short list, I mean, it was still in his early stages, but um, if, you're, if you're going tall, then, I mean, I guess, if you're going tall with Doctor Strange and Hulk, that's a start. I mean, Hulk's a defender, isn't he? Is yeah, yeah, Hulk's a defender. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's 11 points straight away, but already I'm like, hmm, that's a kind of paint deal with the shield and the, and the healing of tech, so, yeah. Fair enough. Interesting yeah. to see it pulls out. Well, I'm interested to see what Stuart does with defenders because I'm glad to see defenders doing reasonably well up here. Um, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they get something soon that kind of perks them up a little bit more. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they didn't get in Dom- um, the Hulk, the new Hulk, did they? No, I think it was Midnight Suns the new Hulk. Yeah. So it was a bit of a yeah. shame for. But to be fair, Midnight Suns kind of needed something as well. So oh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess that's not a bad show for them. Okay, so then I'm going to pick Ross uh, Nori and uh, his list, the X-Men list, because uh, I've just had a quick look at it, and it's got some classic X-Men characters. So he's gone Psylocke, Storm, Rogue, Beast, and then he's gone Cyclops, Gambit, Jean Grey, which is great to see, uh, Winter Soldier, Black Widow, and Baron Zemo. So not necessarily bad characters, but I think, you know... Not, not the flavour of the month characters for X Men: Cyclops, Gambit, it's, it's, Jean Grey. To be fair, it always reminds me of when I see Rogue that how competitive the four cost bracket is because Rogue is a fantastic character. Oh yeah, but you don't see as much as you do because there's just so many good cost fours. Not that she's bad, but she's fantastic. But a lot of factions have so many affiliated cost fours that are really good. They don't need to be the different other factions to get to get that kind of cost four they need. Yeah, and you don't even see Rogue in X Men like all the time. She's not even a lock in there, um, and she's affiliated. So that kind of just shows, like you say. So no, I'm I'm really loving that. A lot of X Men in there. Um, Winter Soldier, Black Widow, Zemo, all solid uh, additional ones. Zemo's an interesting one. Um, I'm guessing for the rerolls, or he's looking for a long mover. Um, although he's got Black Widow as well. Maybe lean more towards rerolls. I mean, Zemo's had Zemo on lists for ages, just simply for his rerolls. He's not he's not bad shoot, and, and and he does a lot of things obviously beyond that, but. And then Team Tactics cards, we've got Pardon Me Sugar, Psionic Constructs, Children of the Atom, First Class, Patch Up, Crimson Dawn, Jean, To Me My X-Men, Follow Me, and One Two Punch. Um, so again, he's gone all in X-Men there. Um, yep. A lot of character-specific ones. A lot of flavour in this list. I really like it. Yeah. Um... The gene, the gene card, unfortunately, I think it can only trigger on this list. It will only trigger off Cyclops, right? Uh, Cyclops, because he's not getting Wolverine. Yeah. 
Um, Cyclops, Cyclops is a character that every time I play Cyclops, I despise him. And can never him. <laughs> every time I play him, he just massacres my guys. <laughs> so, I'm hoping, I'm hoping he gets a lot of work out of Cyclops because Cyclops is one of my favourite uh, X-Men characters. It uh, definitely needs a, a, a revision of his card, that's for sure. But... Yeah, he's, he's, he's got that really cool ability where he can move people as a... As a um, yeah. Superpowers called, but he's, his own leadership is—it's just not agree. No. Yeah, and unfortunately, as you just touched on before, you know, you compare him against Rogue. And we just said how Rogue's struggling. You know, he's struggling even more. Um, yeah. And he's in the same four threat slot. Um, Which is bizarre when you see Rogue struggling because I remember when Rogue came out, I was like, she is an absolute monster. Yeah. And she still is. She hasn't changed at all. It's just. Uh, like you've got Gwen Pro, Squirrel Girl, they've come out recently, and there's other cost scores that have come out over the last six months or so that just, just push her out of being a automatic pick, yep. so to speak. No, absolutely. Um, I'm intrigued by Follow Me. I'm wondering um, who that's on. I mean, Jean does generate a lot of power. She's a, she generates two power in the power phase. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting card because it, I, I, as Guardian lists, yeah. obviously generally tons of power, so they're never really started. He does have Infinity Formula as one of his scenarios as well, though, so, I mean, there's potential there for that to, to be legitimately usable. Yep, yeah, we'll be interested to see where it goes. Um, yeah. So as you mentioned, uh, Crisis, we've got Infinity Formula, Intrusions and Portals as he secures. And then we've got Hammers, Montessi, and Spider infected for his extract. So, not necessarily what you would assume for X-Men. Um, He's gone quite, again, quite high threat wise, only 17, 19, 18, 18, 17. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like I guess, I guess the flip side is you get to play all your toys. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't like intrusions for X-Men, though. Um, I've played against it multiple times. Um, and I just find that people are just bouncing all over the place causes you. Yeah, I just think for X Men who are relying on or trying to rely on the cover um, and the hops, their extra mobility from from that, you know, you're kind of neutralising it. Maybe that's where he runs Sky Cyclops. Maybe he's got a plan for Cyclops on intrusions. Yeah, possibly. His, his spender attack is definitely to be something to be aware of. Um, yeah. Being five, um, if you have to get away in a straight line, that could, that could be a thing. Absolutely. Okay. Um, moving on to underpowered scoundrels form mediocre syndicate. Now, I know a couple of names here. Um, so, obviously, Paul um, has come down south a number of times. And I believe yeah, you. Yeah, Paul's travelled down to protect me a few times now. Yeah, and you brought Gareth down to a few as well, haven't you? Uh, no, Paul and Gareth both. Well, Paul's came down to protect Gareth, come down to a couple of events at Elman. Right. He came down to the, the team event last year and the subsequent solo event the day after. Excellent. And I don't think Scott. I've come across no, Scott before. Is actually Paul's son. Oh, okay. So, I didn't know it's the same names. I should have really have noticed that. <laughs> so Paul uh, it was about, about six months ago Paul asked if it was okay to bring his son along 
the tournaments and obviously we are more than yep. happy with that. Actually Ross Laurie and the um, Brotherhood team he brings sometimes brings his son along as well um, and Scott's kind of picked up the game um, pretty well um, he's he's definitely making making grounds um, in, in the game still still obviously quite relative to what Paul gets quite a, quite a lot of games in by comparison but he's definitely getting there um, and he's quite young he's, um, I'm, I'm told by guess his age but I'm guessing he's, un, he's under he's under 15 I think oh okay so he's definitely so yeah, he's definitely at that age where you can pick up stuff and adapt really quickly, whereas people like me take forever. So. Get stuck in our ways, don't we? Um, well, if, if Paul is his... So the first team's a Glasgow team, the second team's a Dundee team, the third team's an Edinburgh team, so there's definitely players from different regions across Scotland. It's not all, they're not all centred in one particular area. No, that's good. Um, and if Scott's uh, regular sparring partner is his dad, then um, he's got... Yeah. He's definitely learning the hard way. I believe I believe Paul Gareth and Scott all play together quite frequently. I think they they live fairly close to each other, so uh, yeah, so they're, they're pretty pretty well versed in each other's tactics. Okay, um, which list do you want to go through on this one? Uh, to 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 I play against Paul quite regularly, so I'm interested to see what he's taking for for his team, team event list. Yeah. That's, that's just upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I looked at that I was like, ugh. <laughs> I, see, I see Kingpin right on the look, and I was like, yep, I'm done. Yep. So yeah, he's up. Uh, Kingpin, Sherlock, Daredevil, who obviously come with his, his buddies, uh, Rhino, Ulick. Black Cat, Hood, Bullseye, Black Widow, Toad, and Juggernaut. I mean, that's a, as far as criminals in the killer school, that's, that is pretty strong. He's got all the kind of, obviously, apart from Kingpin, who's a leader, he's got all the right components. He's got Rhino, he's got Ulick, he's got Juggernaut, he's got Toad. Um, all the things you, I guess, I guess most criminal syndicate players want in their lists if they're. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that doesn't look like there's been any. Um, he's clearly told his son, this is what I'm taking, you've got to work around it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I, I think I would, I think I would criminal syndicate PTSD because when I when I first started playing, um, Adam played criminal syndicate all the time. And at the time, it was just like Kingpin, a handful of character. And so every time I see Kingpin, it, it makes me wince. I think, oh, how, how am I dealing with this time? Um, and that, I guess, I guess, even even now, when all the characters are now available, um, he's still. I think they've just got stronger. I, I really do. I think Kingpin Crimson has has continually got stronger as we've gone on. His leadership is so. Like the first part of it's so basic. You know, each one of your healthy guys counts as two. Yeah. And you're like that, that on its own should just be a leadership. But then you throw in the second part, which is ability to juggle. To, and like I say, he's got the jump ahead. He's got the legacy virus, and that's that's obviously great for them because they can juggle the, the tokens to the person that needs them. Yeah, you don't you don't want to get a daily legacy against Crimson. No, definitely not. Um, Hood, Hood's always an interesting inclusion because he's got. I'm guessing he's in there. Just look at the package. Yeah, I'm guessing he's probably in there partly for the healing tech, um, with no um, patch up in the list. And see, but see, but honest, Black Cat. Yeah, Black Cat's taking a knock in the sense of the scenarios around him have changed. But see, just having there as there's just something running around the board staggering people. It's a massive pain to deal with. Yeah, she's a, she's an affiliated long mover that can stagger people for two um, threat uh, two cost. Hey, it's it's just um, yeah, she's she's a no brainer in Crimson. 
it's, it's a range it's a range three stagger as well it's not it's not going to be that close to use it no and you can often get a move off it as well can't you so yeah he's got a all according to plan which I think is yep. pretty straightforward shadow organisation I think that's the stealth one yeah I've not seen that play for a while admittedly uh, Brace do you know who I am which is kind of comes comes the standard way Juggernaut Hoots Gang this is a robbery mission objective eyes on the prize do I still strategy and double do I still strategy is an interesting one because I now card first and I thought that card, I would see that card everywhere and I don't think I've seen it as often as much or near, nor near as often as I thought I think it's I don't. I don't know if it's as good as I think as I used as I used to think it was. I, it's one of those ones where it it can be really powerful, but you kind of have to run your roster to be able with enough characters that can utilize both sides of a leadership. Um, and yes. often, I, Crimson is a perfect example. A lot of the ones that you want for Shadowlands, Daredevil, rapid fire kind of guys, aren't that tanky, and therefore. You don't really want them for Kingpin. So, um, but I still like it. If you are running Shadowland at the same time as Kingpin at any point, just the fact that in the latter turns, when, you know, you're not getting the benefits of um, counting as two or, you know, your opponent through. Yeah, at that point, just being able to flip to get the rerolls, you know, it's worth it. Um, I, I like it. I think yeah, I think some factions like Avengers and Crimson, Web Warriors to a degree, probably get more use out of it than some other factions because, like say, X Men, I, I, I can't think of an occasion where you want to flip to Cyclops the leadership. To be honest, no. Um, so yeah, I'm intrigued. So I was just going to say, intrigued by eyes on the prize. I'm not sure who that's for. Sure, but he doesn't. He starts with one power, doesn't he, and just gets his power for moving. Yeah, but it doesn't rise in the prize. Why well, you pick up something from within two? Yeah, I'm just thinking. Don't you have to play at the start? So, yeah, so I guess you put your power to play, then you walk forward and gain your. Oh yeah, because it's only one. I, I was thinking it was two power. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's the one, one power, power, and then yeah. you need two because you yeah, then need to pick something up. Yeah. So yeah. Or um. Oh yeah, Rhino, this one. Luke, Luke can also play as well. He gets two power in the parfus. He does, but he's a short mover, isn't he? So kind of. Uh, I think he's a Oh, look, was short. I'll have to check that out. It's just he bounces all over the place. He's got he has got a lot more uh, manoeuvrability than you think. <laughs> he likes to hop around like a madman. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably check. Look, I'm pretty sure he's a he's a medium mover. Do do do. Look, very professional, was he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a medium mover. There's a major mover, so there's a, there's a possibility on that one. Yep. It's not a bad card to have, I guess. I don't know how, how much you get out of it, I suppose, but it's there. Uh, he's obviously went for Cosmic Invasion, the Black Order, Descends Nerf, Superpower Scoundrels, the Riots. I guess that's... Yeah, well, I didn't expect to see any pain flaps there, to be honest. No, not at all. Um, so, again, that's, that's the kind of start, I guess... Most criminal syndicate players won their procures, we're probably not overly fucked about their extracts. But so is the extracts, Devil Legacy Virus, Purple Cube, and Spider Infected. Yeah, I guess Devil Legacy Virus makes sense. I thought, I thought maybe um, Research Station would be in there, to be honest. Quite like that one. Because um, they, they count as two for the contention yeah. purposes side of it. 
Um, but yeah, like, I guess like, no, there's no real surprise there. He's got he's got the the secures I would expect, and uh, apart from the research station, he's got the, the extracts I would expect as well. To be honest, absolutely. Okay, yeah. uh, strong um, and and a yeah, very yeah. very good player. I think, so I think personally, Paul's one of the strongest players on the Scottish meet at the moment. So definitely, if you're going up against Paul, he's definitely one of the ones to watch for. Yeah. Um, so then I'm going to look at Scott's because um, love to see what people come up with for X Force and X Weapon X. Uh, so we've yeah. got Cable, uh, Deadpool, always good to see. Domino, X-23, Logan, Honey Badger, Sabretooth, Apex Predator, um, Beast, Mr. Sinister, and Nebula. I do like, I do like a bit of one dish characters like, like Mr. Sinister. Yeah, I, I do like Mr. Sinister. Um, I think I think again, there's there's potential to unlock there. I think there's some traps you can fall into, which is why I think he fell out of favour because I think the some of the things that you think he's he's best at actually is not quite there. Um, but I do like Mr. Sinister. Um, and Nebula is an interesting one. I suppose she, you know, Weapon X and X Force are gonna. Yeah, she's quite happy to get more reels, right? She gets her own bad ball reels from the contestant, but getting an R reel just is not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, um, my, my problem with Nebula, I love Nebula, I think she's, she's probably one of my favourite two threats. It's just her, her zero scenario presence is my problem I've got with Nebula. Sometimes, you're, when you see her playing a character down, but you're definitely playing down on scenario if you play Nebula, unfortunately. I think it's one of those ones where if the dice aren't going your way, you've got nothing to fall back onto. You know, she's there yeah, just she's, to kill. She's, she's, she's a purely assassination yeah. She runs in and just beats people up. Um, but it's interesting that he's got Honey Badger and Nebula, so he's got two two yeah. threats, neither of which can um, uh, well, score. Honey Badger's strength, I guess, comes from her basically. She's a basically an incinerator. She is, and she's got a nice bodyguard as well. Um, I know she doesn't have um, her card that she can play on objectives. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called now. Um, Tony will kill me for that. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan, Jonathan the something. Jonathan, yeah. There we go. Uh, so tactics, he's got cat and mouse, um, which I think he's just standard for all uh, X-Force. Um, yep. Forced extraction and cloning banks. Uh, so he's, he's gone for both of them for Mr. Sinister, so that'll be interesting to see how much they get used. I mean, I guess with the healing factors on some of those characters, you can you can play yep. four quick dragons, spring one, and heal up before they really take any proper damage. Absolutely. And he's got exceptional healing, follow me, advanced R&D, are you sure you want to remember Dossier, no matter the cost, and Wolverines? So again... So he's got, so he's got, the, uh, he's got the new Wolverine, Logan Wolverine. Yeah, he's got Logan. Yeah. In my opinion, those two characters are two of the scariest characters, four threat characters, in my opinion. Well, yeah, and it means that Weapon X, he can either go with X-23 or Logan as the leader. Um, yeah. I played, I played and played to both of those characters quite a lot. And I don't think I've seen many games where they let you down. Especially no. Wolverine. Especially Wolverine. No, I, I do like Wolverine. I've run him quite a bit in my X-Men. Um, so, yeah. very strong. The dossier, I think... The dossier card is always a bit, 
Uh, yeah, I think it's it's again very much up specific. If you're going into somebody who you know likes to get forward, um, then probably don't bring it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I like that. I haven't seen Wolverines played, um, but other than that, um, most of that is, is pretty standard. Then yeah, we've... I think I've played, I've played Wolverines a couple of times, but it's back when it was just basically box standard Wolverine. Um, well, I thought it was actually like the, 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 it's, it's basically in the line but better I guess the best way to describe it um, it's not a bad card at all I think I think if, if you use it in the right scenario you know, like in Emma for instance if you're right in the middle yeah. popping Wolverines making it harder really really difficult to dislodge those two it's not that bad to be honest fair enough and then he's gone for some pretty standard uh, secures for X-Force here we've got Gamma Wave Demons Infinity Montessi Research and Struggle for the Cube um, yeah. So he's going either down the middle or give me power. Well, what, what I like about research station, and I, I've got it in my weapon X list, is if you come up against somebody who, who, who plays something like Infinity Formula, research station, if you want to play weapon X, can force them back into the middle of the door. Yes. No, no, I've, I've um, played against a fair few on that, and um, yeah, they, they can be quite strong there. Excellent. Um, then we move on to Loathable Misfits. So I'm not sure I know these guys, so I'll let you do a bit of a background so, on them. I, I, believe, I believe they're all in the base guys as well. Um, I don't know who they... Uh, I didn't really know them before Marvel. These, these guys jumped in uh, to Marvel. We started wearing uh, casual gaming days to start with before we started wearing events. Uh, and these three guys jumped in um, pretty, pretty early doors and have been basically been quite consistently coming to the tournament scene. Um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I think one of, them is, uh, one of them is still in base, but generally they're, yeah, they, come, they all come to events fairly often, to be honest. Quite new players. I don't think they are miniature gaming, but they're, um, they're definitely joining Marvel pretty early on. Fair enough. Okay. Um, I've looked at had a brief look through. Is there anything in particular you want to focus on? I think there's some they're relatively standard. A lot of these. Uh, convocation. I'm really interested to see what convocation list does. Just out of curiosity. Yeah. Scott Weston's list. Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of what you expect to see in a convocation. Rocket on his own with a group. That's interesting. That group's there. Yeah. Sorry, I noticed that. Yeah, I guess. She-Hulk's an interesting choice. I was going to say, I don't, I don't think I've seen She-Hulk in um, Convocation that often. I don't, think I've, I don't think I've ever seen She-Hulk as not the Ethos leader. I don't think I've ever seen her just as a character. I've seen her in Avengers a few times, but yeah, she doesn't okay. normally get out uh, of Ethos that often these days. Sure. I mean, I'm interested to see what it does. I don't, I don't really know a lot of Convocation is not a faction I've played very often. I've played in them a bit, but it's not, it's not a faction particularly clued up on, so to speak. When you look Dr. Vader is in there, it's incredibly difficult to deal with. Um, Source of Supreme Strength is an absolute ache to deal with. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested, I'm interested in stuff on the list. I'm interested to see how he pulls out the bag. What, what, what he's got planned for that? This is where he's sitting in high school and I don't have any plans. But okay. <laughs> 
Some nice healing going on in the middle yeah, of that. Especially there's no, again, no, um, no patch up there. Uh, no, 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 which is poor enough to be honest. Yeah, Voodoo Beta Ray Bill is as well. quickly touch on the crimson one it's pretty standard um but we do have so we've got chatlands daredevil kingpin um hood bullseye winter soldier mystique rhino and then we've got three interesting ones so punisher who i actually really like in chatlands daredevil um so it'd be great to see him see what he can do i just wish he, he was affiliated somewhere um I think you'd see him a lot more if he was. Um, Medusa's interesting to see in Crimson. I really, I mean, Medusa obviously had a a heyday about a year ago when she was everywhere. Yep. I've played her a couple of times since. I don't think she's. I don't think she's anyone. Her takeoff, but we should have done Daredevil giving her a second reader. Like that's pretty. She could do a lot of work in there, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and then the other, the remaining one is the new MODOK, the four threat MODOK. He's actually got three leaders there, then. He's got three leaders. Oh, he's got four because he's got Mystique as well. Um, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. For Crimson, yeah. So, yeah, he could go any which way he pleases. Yeah, I mean, I I've not seen much of the new but I remember looking at his card. I don't think he, I think he looked quite interesting. He looked, he's also his predecessor. Yeah. Um, different in a, in a different way, not different in a bad way. Um, so it'll be interesting to see see what kind of stuff Simon's got planned for for Modok on that one. To be honest, because it'll be interesting to see what Modok does. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether or not he's bringing him for a specific plan or whether he's part of his core. Um, so yeah. yeah. He's a four. He's a four-three criminal. Some wicked character. It's like size three or four. She's really hard to dislodge. Oh, absolutely. He fits the kingpin um, one, and he, he won't complain about some rerolls from Shadowlands. So, um, yeah. team tactics cards again, pretty standard. Although um, we've got cruelty, which you don't always see. Uh, Shadowlands patch up. Sorry, Shadow, Shadow organization patch up. Deception, no mercy. Cruel tutelage, 
And then we've got Mind Games, which I'm guessing is the new one for Modoc. Um, oh, I think so, yeah. I think that's that's the one I really like, where you, you've got to make a choice between... You put you put them in your hands, don't you? You put a dice in your, each hand or something random like oh, that. That's right, yeah. So you put your pack in your pack and you, you, you potentially get VPs from it, is that right? Yeah, there's something along those lines, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you, you have different... Yeah, sorry, you have different stacks of cards. That's right, yeah. yeah. And then you kind of got to go with which stack you want to go with and there's some good and some bad things in those stacks. So, um, yeah, uh, that will be... That looks like a really fun card. Um, inspiring Monologue... This is a robbery and indomitable. Um, so yeah, there's, there's some some really interesting stuff in there. It's it's kind of classic crimson with a little bit of extra flavour. No, I'm not caught in the plan, though, I noticed. Surprisingly. No, which makes you wonder whether or not. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it's strongly irrelevant of which um, leadership you go with. Some of those cards are like deception. Is is pretty brutal to deal with. This is always hard to do with a double one. He's got, he's got some really good options out. I think yeah. I've probably taken that over all, uh, all according to plan over shadow organisation, I think. I'd take it yeah, over so. cruelty or um, inspiring monologue. Yeah, there's a f- I, I definitely would have it as my, one of my number one ones for Crimson. Um, I think yeah, it's just, super strong. Just you can just steal priority and, on the range you're going to lose. Yeah, yeah. Um, Secures, you've got Gamma, Demons, Infinity, and then Extract, Spiders, um, Mutant Extremists, and Fear Grips. So again, pretty standard. Uh, yeah. Mutant Extremists is an interesting one, because that's kind of... That's Brotherhood's um, one, isn't it, Senators? It's, if you haven't, you need to have a really good plan for that, um, which I'm sure he has, because he's got Rhino in there. He doesn't yeah. have Juggernaut. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not saying they use for a to move people around with those big bases in our list. Yeah. Yeah. No. So that could be fun. Okay. Loathable misfits. Yeah. Um. Now we move into the two English teams. So the first one is Marauders, uh, which is um, Tony Moore, James Andrews, and Nige, um, from Manchester, Stockport, Manchester. Manchester. Kind of same place, um, yeah. Obviously, Tony's run a fair few events himself. Um, James and Nigel are also uh, part of the Elements group. I think Marauders is their original name that they used to use in AOS. Um, and I know since it's been um, MCP, they've been calling themselves the Elementals or something like that. So I think Marauders is their original. Um, club or whatever it was. Um, I know back from AOS days, that's what Tony and I used to be part of. So I'm guessing that's where the names come from. Which one do you want to pick? Well, we'll let you go in there. So Tony's running Convocation, Nigel's running Brotherhood, and James is running Hydra. So Hydra. I'll let you go through the Hydra list. I guess, I guess it's because I, I, I played Hydra quite a well lot. Quite often, I'm interested to see what other people put in their in their lists. Which I guess, yeah, Baron Strucker, Red Skull, the second version of Red Skull. Um, Zola, Zemo, Bob, Hulk, Winter Soldier, Spider-Man, Rhino, and
Um, but we haven't been affiliated. Hydra does make them a lot handier than. Yeah, affiliated two threat that you can just stick in there. Yeah. And obviously, like Spider Man Bavino or Spider Man Rhino and their strengths, Barry Bill's pretty solid. Um, and and like Armzola is basically Shuri with extras. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a pretty solid list, to be honest. That's interesting to see what her way goes. Again, all the, all, the, all the complaints, Bob, that's just because I don't like Bob. <laughs> Not because he's bad or anything, I just don't like Bob. Yep. So. Uh, he's got Sleep Agent, Grace from Black Sacrifice. No Sacrifice, not seen that yet. Fallback, Isla Prize, Victory Assured. Is that Red Skull's card? Uh, I don't know that one, actually. I think that's Red Skull's card. Uh, this is a robbery mission objective, kicking all down the matter of the cod. Perhaps I'm never surprised he's not got the scientific method in there. Uh, one that Zola kicks out. Yeah. To cost three, two extra defence dice. Um... Because he's got some pretty solid threes in his trucker, Zemo, Black Soldier, all can get access to it. Bob, if you really, really wanted to. Um, I guess the flip side is you take two damage when that happens. Um, there's a little, the little person there can regenerate his own health as trucker. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's solid. It's, it's definitely solid for Hydra. Yeah, you're just, just surprised not to see that, but I guess that makes yeah. sense. If you only want one card that can benefit off of them. Solid list. Uh, I'm going to go to Nigel's list um, and see what kind of brotherhood we've got. So, looks relatively standard Magneto, Mystique, Saber, Apex, Blob, Toad, Pyro, Juggernaut, Scarlet Witch, Lizard, and Black Widow. So, a lot of affiliated. Um, just There's a lot of big, chunky characters to try and deal with. It is just Lizard and Black Widow that aren't affiliated, but Lizard's not exactly. Uh, Small, um, yeah, you're not going to be shifting that easily. Um, and Pyro running around setting you on fire and putting root on you is just upsetting. It is, but thankfully, he doesn't have Kick and Walla down um, here with Pyro because um, he's already used that elsewhere. Pyro technique, so that's a really obnoxious card that he can trigger at the right time. Absolutely. Um, so we've got Asteroid M, magnet- Magnetic Refraction. Patch up whims of chaos, pyrotechnics, deception. Do you know who I am? Exceptional healing, no more mutants, and indomitable. So, um, yeah, that's yeah, solid. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really, nothing really there that's I would say surprising. They all seem pretty self-explanatory. To be honest, I guess that's a good thing about Brotherhood. Yeah, most of their stuff just kind of clicks into place now. Yeah, really yeah. Surprises in that regard. And then demons, gamma intrusions, hammers. Everybody seems to have, everybody seems to have demons. It feels like a ball of There's a lot of demons, gamma, um, and yeah. a lot of hammers. So there's a lot of uh, people who've woken up and chosen violence, I think. Yeah, um, yes. Yes, a lot of people have woken up and decided that 
We're all going to fight in the middle and nobody's going to enjoy themselves. Exactly. Um, then you've got, like I say, Hammers, Montessi and Researcher. So again, lots down the middle. Uh, feels very much more a Magneto um, Brotherhood than a Mystique one. But... Yeah. Magneto Brotherhood is, in my opinion, the worst kind of Brotherhood to fight against. Magneto himself is just such a beast. Yeah, he's, he's still super strong. Uh, it really yeah. is. Okay, now we come to by far the worst um, the Warlords of the Nine Realms um, which has got myself Sam and Tom in uh, so for those that don't know we're in Newcastle um, <laughs> so yeah all three of us are part of the Warlords Club in Newcastle and uh, we've been up to Scotland a few times uh, so we're coming up any particular list you'd like to look into well, I'm going to have a look at Thomas's list, but I feel seeing as we're on the podcast, you your own list, and we're going to look at yours because you want to explain your list better than anybody else's. I'll try and explain Thomas's it. List. The reason why I look at Thomas is because he's the only black. And I've looked at two of his characters, I'm already just like, this is filth. Uh, Thomas's list is, you know, I, I said waking up, choosing violence. I think this is definitely up there with the. He, he wrote this list clearly very angry listening to heavy metal. Um. Yeah. So you've got Thanos with the mind and space gems, Corvus with the reality gem, which I guess, in my opinion, Corvus is a, is a cost five character. I can't see anything you take him with a no. reality gem. Uh, Proxima, Malekith, just because. Zemo, Loki, Mystique, the Five Threat, Red Skull, Doctor Voodoo, and Okoye. That is, there's some absolutely disgusting characters in that list. Um, like Loki and Loki and uh, Doctor Voodoo together on the same list, so one's eliminating your objective play, and one's just making you everything cost more. It's just, uh, and obviously with Thanos moving people around and properly yes, yes, and Malekith. Yeah, I mean, I think looking at this list, I think you'd be really. I would, be, if I was playing, I think you'd be really hard pressed to really decide what you think he's going to play. Uh, yeah, so I've I've played against it quite a few times, obviously. Um, as part of the prep for this, I, I still personally really struggle with Thanos Corvus. Um, so we played uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he was running Thanos Corvus Proxima, and I think it was a Koye, and I took out Proxima and a Koye relatively quickly. Um, Corvus, I, I flipped, and then just ran out. Just Thanos, yeah. just doing what he does, and Corvus just going around killing everything. Yeah, um, and and like you say, if, if there, if the threat value doesn't work out for him as he wants it to, then he can always go with Malekith, and then you gain Malekith, Red Skull, um, and, and there's so much flexibility. But the the key theme here is just going out and killing. Yeah, yeah, I played against Adam today, and he's playing Malekith with five court red skull and Ulrich on a seventeen threat, and what well, I think was demons nailing ship, and it was just, you just, you just, it's just so hard to deal with because they're just three really tanky characters that can also just output so much damage. Yeah. Um, yeah, and obviously Ulrich's got his, his, his jump thing that just always sort of bounces around the board like a madman, and. and red skull can include blanks, and then Malekith, although Malekith did get three. Major changes on him. He's still absolutely bonkers. Oh, he is. Bonkers, he's, he's, he's brutal. Yeah, he, he is. He, you you have to have a plan to deal with him. And I think this is again, this is where Tom's list 
chains is that if you're sat there going, right, he's bringing Malekith, what do I need to do? I need to do this. If he then flips and brings Thanos and goes Black yeah, Order, yeah. then, you know, yes, it's killing, but you, you've got to deal with them very differently, I feel. Um, and played it against me but um it is it's the kind of it's all clumped up um they like to fight down the middle kind of that um and i think he's starting to to crop up a little bit more like i say i haven't actually faced against it yet um but yeah i mean it's not a subtle list um it's quite a, a brute force list but um i think as you say it's that variability of what you're gonna go with what what I think bizarrely, obviously, if Thanos is worrying, Malekith is worrying, uh, Red Skull's going to be his I think that the worrying part for me is actually mistaken there with Deception, because she just pulls a character out of position and then the rest of them just clutter to death. Absolutely, yeah. Even if you haven't got Thanos, you've still got to be mindful of somebody getting, you know, an extract character getting pulled out. Uh, you've got yeah. Voodoo in there that can just steal stuff off you. Um, yeah. 20 Threats, the fun one, when it's Thanos, Malekith, <laughs> um, Red Skull. Or Thanos, Malekith, Corvus, depending on which way he wants to go. Oh, is that, yeah, so you could go Cabal or you could go Black Order. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. Um, Thanos, Malekith, straight away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, I guess you can teleport Malekith, right? Um, yeah, yeah, Thanos can move Malekith around. Yeah, that's absolutely, that's absolutely disgusting. And, and he can just move people around to line them up for Malekith just to go straight through. Um, but yeah, I mean, from a team perspective as well, one of the things we thought was, you know, um, we, we can just put him down and just go, right, who are you going to put into that? Yeah, yeah I guess, like I said, I, I was saying earlier, obviously, you know, put a point you find the weakest, like, because, because it can basically go whatever direction it wants, like, you. He, he can play so many different yeah. lists. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he's happy at 15. But I would say 15 is probably the most uncomfortable area, but like 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, happy. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's funny because we were just mentioning there about how many lists have woken up and chosen violence. Um, this, this, you know, this can go up against most of those. And as long as he doesn't yeah, roll rubbish. It'll be, I like to say, there's a, there's a lot of meat to choose from. There's a lot of characters on there that damage reduction or some sort of defensive reroll pick. Yeah, so absolutely. Unless yeah. uh, he secures his intrusions, near Fisk, Witnesses, Gamma. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're in the middle, more or less. And Alien Ships, Scrolls, and Montesi. 
yeah, I mean, again, I, I think I think most players kind of want to secure when they're playing. And I, I think that's a pretty, pretty standard selection there, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> I think I think he'll take it. Um, do you want me to go through mine or do you want me to do sums? Um, it's up to you. It's up to you. What you choose? I'll go through mine. I'll leave sums a secret. It's not really. Um, so I'm running X Men. So Sam's running Guardians. Uh, just so we're all aware. But yeah, I'm running X Men. So it's pretty standard to be honest. We've got Beast, Domino, Logan, Storm. X-23, Pyro, Captain Sam, Hulk, Honey Badger, and Rogue. Yeah. Um, I suppose Captain America might be the one that jumps out. I needed a long mover. He fits the bill. And actually, I've been fitting him in a lot more than I thought I would. I, I put him in for one or two specific matchups, and um, he's popped in quite a few times. I, I quite like him. He's, he's airlift is quite useful. Um, I know you would going yep. to too rather than the one if you would be with Steve but just you know sometimes just jump somebody forward to it can be really really useful yeah absolutely um, just thread the hammer around and getting some power to, to do bits and pieces you know I, I really like yeah, him long, long river with some defensive take kind of hard to pin down to be honest yep um, Hulk's gone in there obviously I, yep. I I tried not to run him for a while um, but just coming up against the likes of um, Malekith, etc. Without Hulk, I really struggled. So Hulk yes. made his way in. I played Paul on Monday night, and he had I ran Malekith, and he ran Hulk. And I think without Hulk, there would have been a bit of an uphill struggle for him. So yeah, I can understand why people take off to do with Malekith. Really, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, team tactics. There wasn't much argument between us all. Uh, I got Brace first class to me. My X Men exceptional healing. Kick them while they're down, no matter the cost, pyrotechnics, sacrifice, children of the atom, and grievous wounds. Um, grievous wounds is an interesting one. Do you, do, you get, do you get much use out of that? I was going to say, to be brutally honest, the last two were what can I find to fit in? I doubt they'll ever make the table. Grievous wounds is there in case anybody brought uh, the new Hulk. The Hulk, yeah. 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 Um, just to, to see what it's like. I've not, I've not actually well, tried it, but it might do. Um, and yeah, he's kind of charging the atom again. I, I doubt I'll use it unless I'm coming up against um, Hydra. Might use it for that, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, they were just ones I was like, yeah, I'll stick them in. I'm pretty sure I know what my five are going to be. Um, yeah. And then we've got what I think is relatively standard crisis, mutant madmen, portals and riots. Um, and yeah. then, Hammers, spider infected, and paranoia pummels populus. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't think there should be that many surprises in there. Uh, like I say, Cap Sam was the one that a lot of people kind of go mm, interesting, um, and Honey Badger and Rogue are late additions. I just I was running Toad in that two slot, but I wanted to try. Honey Badger with X-23 again because I, I do like that combination yeah then we're on to the geniuses billionaires playboy philanthropists yes this is John David and Steve they guys so we got I don't know exactly where they're based but it's most of the time you can find them there on uh, Tuesday evenings playing. sorry you cut out on that bit where do they play 
Oh, all right. Yeah, they're kind of locals to Common Ground. Um, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're quite enjoying the game. Um, John's actually featured in one of our videos. I'm not actually aware of it yet, but he's he's one he's appeared in one of our videos as well for the for the channel. Yeah. Excellent. Where do you want to go then? So we've got John's running Cabal, David's running Midnight Suns, and Steve is running Web Warriors. Go with Midnight Suns because he's the only Midnight Suns player. Go on. What's he called? The Mall Hawk Williams. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. So. You never know your greatest one's card, maybe, maybe. So, I want to hold Ghost Rider, Midnight, Magic, Wong, Luke Cage, Voodoo, Wolverine, which I'm assuming just because his Wolverine as the base model Wolverine. Yeah. Um, Scarlet Witch and Blade. So, yeah, he's he's all on Midnight Suns. I don't think he's got the option to play anything else there, to be honest. Um, I'm playing against the Mortal Hulk twice now, and when he first came out, I didn't think he was all that. After playing against him, he's yeah, quite. He's I think I think he's got staying power. I guess that's his design, but he's yeah, it's quite difficult to actually put in the ground and make him stay in the ground. Yeah, I've used him twice um, in Midnight Suns, and both times he's been very close to being killed, uh, but didn't. And then because he escaped from that, um, he just managed to get away with it. I think. I played Lee, um, and he got him to the point where he was one away from him, from outright killing him. He didn't, and then he started to heal up, and then just and then it snowballs from there. Um, so yeah, I think you've got to you've really got to have a plan for: am I going to ignore him, which is dangerous, um, or if I'm going to go for it, I need to just invest everything into him. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think he has as hard as uh, baseline Hulk. Well, it doesn't mean he doesn't hit hard, if that makes sense. I, yeah, it's an interesting one. I think he hits as hard, if not harder, than baseline Hulk if he's, if you try and ignore him. I think he's harder to ignore because uh, he's getting the throw as opposed to the push um, on his builder. I think where he lacks is, you know, we've all had those ones where Hulk's kind of on 18 wounds and he's just going mad with the, all the extra dice. Um, you don't get that with the Immortal Hulk, so it, it's an interesting balance in that sense. He's, he's definitely like to see more of them, I guess. I guess uh, hopefully David will have, have some good reports of him afterwards. Yep. But tactics wise, I've got Siege, Basketball Stone, Rumble the Wall, which is the Immortal Hulk's card, I don't remember right Yep. Uh, Johnny's Rumble, Indomitable, Patch Up, Deal with the Devil, Heels, Rums, and Smash, which I guess. Yeah, I mean, the Smash one's always interesting because it's all really... I mean, yes, Ghost Rider can't use it, but it's all really hope that's going to be using it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, not a bad card to have them. Heroes for Hearts, quite solid. Siege Darkness with them all. Hulk could be quite scary, actually. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, you, you activate Hulk, potentially do a load of damage, and then you just finish everybody off with Siege. Yeah. Yeah, that seems, that seems incredibly upsetting. Um... And bats as well. I found bats with Immortal Hulk fantastic. You know, um, it's a great card anyway. But just being able to say, yeah, I'm going to turn one of these into a wild, so I get to throw you, is yeah, yeah. Um, one more, it's just Hulk's card. I can't remember what it does. Um, another card we're going afterwards. Yeah. Even though he's he's pretty straightforward, he's playing in Midnight Suns only, so I don't think he's got any other issues with. 
character-specific cards are, to be honest. Nah. Um, and then he's got demons, portals, and scoundrels, all high, and then, yeah, hammers, growls, and montessis. He's got a lot of hand threat scenarios. Um, yeah, interesting to see Scarlet Witch, actually. I don't often see her in Midnight Suns. Um, I've not seen Scarlet Witch for ages, well, no? which is weird because, again, she's not bad, she's a great character, but she's now, she's now actually got competition for marking oh. a slot now, I guess. Yeah, she's cropped up a couple of times in these lists, so... Yeah. Again, I think maybe that's because, you know, where you've got three players, you've got to use at least 30 characters. Some of those strong characters that have just fallen out of flavour, you know, you go back to them, can't you? Yeah. Oh, I also meant to say, actually, David doesn't have a dollar has for me. Um, that was a mistake on his part. Oh, okay. I've to do that before, before the team turned on the yeah, he's going to follow me, which, which the model looks maybe way a better card, actually, because um, Hulk Jarrett tons of power, so does go straight down, so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Those two activating in a Siege of Darkness turn... You'll be lucky to have anybody less. Excellent. Right, uh, I'm going to go with Cabal. Um, so this is John's. Um, so we've got Malekith, Red Skull, Mystique, Bullseye, Killmonger, Ulic, uh, Zemo, Beta Ray, Bill, Hulk, and Toad. It's a brutal list. Malekith, Hulk. And Toad at 15 threat. Well, that won't be a won't be a won't be a It'll have to be Malekith, Bullseye, and Hulk at 15 threat in Cabal. Oh, well. That's what I'm definitely doable, yeah. Yeah, that was actually so to be honest. Yeah, interesting, okay. But even Red Skull, even Red Skull, Ulick, Bullseye, and Barnzio at 15 threat. Yeah. Yeah, there's a fair bit, and he's got two, three, fifteen threat uh, crises in there. So, I think fifteen is is going to be a strong one for him. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think that's really solid. I like um, Hulk in there. I like Beta Ray Bill. Just crops up everywhere, doesn't he? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's a bad character. I think he's quite good, but I don't. I don't understand why he's so good. If that makes sense. Well, he's got eyes on the prize, and I think that's just. Yeah. Um, I think he's probably in there for that. He just comes in. I, plus, you've got in the throws. So if if you went, you know, with Hulk, uh, I suppose Beta Ray Bill's not affiliated, but if you could get both Hulk and Beta Ray in there, um, yeah, he has, no, he can't. But yeah, you're getting quite a lot of throws. Um. He's got, he's got damage reduction as well, I guess, with, with his coordinate cybernetics and stuff. Where? Yeah, so then he's got... Yeah, yeah. Now, um, so then we've got Team Tactics, Advanced R&D, Dark Rain, Deception, Eyes on the Prize, Midnight Phantasmagoria, Black Bifrost, Usurp the Throne, Rock and Troll, which was interesting. That was missing from one of the uh, earlier ones that had a look. Um, Indominus Wall. I don't think it's... I don't think it's a automatic tack on for Ulic. It's a good card, but I don't think you need for Ulic, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah, I, I would always take it with him. Just I wouldn't necessarily always put it on the table, but I'd always have it in my ten. Um I've come up against it too many times and being you know, what what do I do about this? There's there's no way around it. It's just appearing in the middle of the board. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah, he's on, he's on Paracore Gamma launch basically. Yeah. Um, and then, in fact, he's got three 15 threats. So he's got Gamma, Intrusion, Sword for his Secures, Hammers, Researcher, and Montessi. So he's got three 15s, two 18s, and a 19. Uh, yeah, I think he. I think he's. Got, I think he's got a particular plan of action here. To be honest, he's got three fifteens. Yeah. Don't put three fifteen threats in your list unless you're prepared to play a fifteen threat. Yeah, and like you say, you can do bullseye, Malekith, Hulk at fifteen. You could, you could do. You could do Malekith, Malekith Zemo like. Yeah. For example. Yeah, there's there's a fair bit there. I'm not sure what you do against that. You kill Bullseye and try and outscore, I think. Yeah, you, play, you put Bullseye and then yeah, you kill Bullseye and then you pray that the rest of them can kill you quick enough. Yeah. Hope, hope their dice fail them. I think maybe Guardians with Thanos will never be able to deal with that, but I don't think Guardians Thanos players. No, Sam hasn't got uh, Thanos him. Um, no, he's the only Guardians player. Um, yeah. Interesting, and then last but by no means least, Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. That's Adam, Francois, and Ryan. Um, so yeah, Adam. I, these guys are actually spread quite a bit across Scotland. Adam's just to say Glasgow. Francois is up in Fife, and Ryan's in Stirling. Um, I think Adam and Francois, or Adam for sure, Adam and Francois are definitely former guild ball players. Um, and I guess they kind of came across from the, the Guild Ball um, dismantling, is that this word? Yep, I think that's a fair way to describe it. And uh, I don't know if Ryan's fourth game, but he's he's uh, he's been at loads and loads of uh, events, so he's he's pretty... Um, without, looking, without looking, before I click on the button, I'm pretty sure he'll be the web warrior. Yep. Um, yeah, I've... Yeah, he's a Pretty sure I've played Ryan a couple of times running Web Warriors. Yeah, Ryan's, Ryan's a nice guy. He's, he, he's um, I think, so I, I don't know how many events he's been exited to exactly, but I think in all but two of them, he's drawn at least one of his games. And I've told, I've told him he can't draw again this time because I've messed up, messed up the whole thing. Unless they're two, I guess, unless they're two win, I suppose. But, I'm pretty know. sure I've drawn against him. Um, yeah, I've drawn against him. I think, I think, I think he's drawn against quite, quite, a, few, quite a few people. Yeah. Yeah. I can never remember which Adam is. Is this the Adam that comes came down to the ones down south? Adam, this is Adam Benneth. Uh, so he came down to New York weekend with me. Yeah. And the other Adam is Adam Davies, uh, who he's been at a couple of pro tech events, but he works weekends. He's right. Always available for for gaming the weekends, to be honest. Fair enough. So you're going with Adams, so, yep. Yeah, Adam Bernard. So yeah, he's got um, both captains, uh, Iron Man, Luke Cage, Miss Marvel, Spider-Woman, Hulk, Doctor Voodoo, Scarlet Witch, and T'Challa. And it's pretty, pretty solid Avengers list, to be honest. He's got a lot of control in there. Um, he's got some, he's got some um, objective removal with Doctor Voodoo, Spider-Woman, Hulk's, Hulk's Hulk. Um, yeah, I mean, like... I think I've been playing Avengers a bit recently as well. Um, the, sim- the simplicity of Steve Rogers' leadership is also great. Um, just being able to do things one cheaper than the for some characters. Yeah, it's it's super strong. 
Avengers. It's one of those ones where you can always come back to it. Um, every, every, everything seems to work well in there. Just that that reduction. Any anybody's got any decent superpowers, it's worth putting in. Yeah, I mean, like there's all those all those characters that are in there benefit from Steve's leadership. Like there's not there's not one that doesn't benefit from no. getting one cheaper. So yeah, I mean, like as far as as far as an actual earthquake goes, that yeah, that's a pretty solid Avenger with my opinion. Um, he's got Avenger assemble, fallback, sacrifice, ricochet blast, heroes for hire, little minions, second wind, recal, comes the chaos and pick him with down again. No real. seen her for a while scarlet witch is there again um and as soon as i saw that no more mutants i was thinking why didn't why is that not being picked because that's one of her best cards yes yeah, yeah. Um, really, really, just really switch off a superpower really yeah um and he, I've, it's interesting he's got kicking while they're down because i can only imagine that's going to be attached to scarlet witch because there's not really anybody else giving out lots of Conditions. conditions that I can think of I know Scarlet Witch will do so I'm wondering whether or not he's leaning hard on Scarlet Witch with Kick'em No More Mutants oh, oh no so he's only got those two oh no he has got Whims of Chaos as well so yeah. it's kind of three that are very much either hers or I assume he'll be using yeah yeah I mean to be fair she's not, she's not a hard character we want to be fair so yeah she can be a little bit, a little bit especially when it comes to physical attacks, but otherwise she's, she's, I think she's pretty decent. The skulls, the skulls mechanic just makes sense. Yeah, no, she's, she's super solid. Um, yeah. And he's taken, what is it, Scoundrels, Infinite Formula, Riots, and then Hammers, Hubs, and Scrolls. I mean, yeah, good mix of scenarios. They're all kind of 17 plus, by the looks of Um But yeah, I mean, like, Avengers are kind of like the, Jack of all trades faction. I think they can they can either play them so they cover everything, or you can play them so they're very specialised in one particular area. Um, yeah, I don't I, like as, as as far as Avengers goes. I, I would play that. That's quite good to be honest. I do like. It. I'm wondering. He's got two twenties, and I'm wondering whether or not actually that's going to be a bit of a negative on him. In that, I'm thinking others will probably do twenty better, but it'll be interesting to see. I mean, he's got, he's got the Hulk in there, so he's, he's, got, he's yeah. got like a kind of a proper heavy hammer in there. I mean, don't get me wrong, Scarlet Witch is also a pretty heavy. At least Hulk can take a bit of a beating as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to that list. Excellent. Um, and then I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Ryan's um, because it's interesting that he's got Web Warriors and Defenders. And Defenders, yeah. Yeah, it's not not a usual combination. Um. So we've got Miles Morales, Amazing Spider-Man, and Peter Parker. So we've got for all three, um, which yeah. is great to see. And then we've got yeah. Spider, uh, sorry, Ghost Spider, Black Cat, Daredevil, Moon Knight, Venom, Doctor Strange, and Wong. He's going for primary Daredevil, Shadowlands. Yep, yep. So this is uh, original OG Daredevil, OG Strange, 
Um, I do like when people um, try to go f- when people take like OG Daredevil because I, I don't really but I always like to see people play them to see what they can see what they can do with them yeah it, it, it's another one where you kind of like it's so close to being good but he's, he's not he's not there yet uh, yeah I mean I don't think I don't think he needs much to really just kind of break but again he's in that that four cost bracket which is incredibly competitive for for good characters. Yeah. He's got all webbed up uneasy al- or une- uneast allies. <laughs> That's a nice from the, from the system uh, So uneasy allies, the cat and the spider, lethal protector, Aunt May's wheat cake, spider tracker, patch up, mission objective, pentagrams and seven suns. And then... Yeah... I'm wondering when he's going defenders because he he's got Strange and Wong, Moon Knight. Daredevil's a defender. Yeah, so you've got those ones. Black is Black Cat. Basically, Spider-Man's a defender as well, right? Yeah. So I I see that there is some crossover. I just don't know when you would choose to go defenders over Web Warriors. Maybe it's like one of these things that when they're in their team tactics chat that because he's had some defense when you put some more defenders in so we've got some options in case we need Yeah. In case we need that fucking kind of drop. Because like defenders makes Red Skull's day an absolute nightmare. Uh, Red Skull the five course Red Skull because yeah. he can't change his armor type and he just chooses a tactic he's not defending well against. No, absolutely. Um and I'm guessing it's interesting he's got all three Spider-Men because that kind of narrows down his yeah. choices. Yeah, basically, he's basically only got nine options rather than ten, although he has ten characters. Yeah. Two of those characters can be left together. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's also got Riots, Cosmic Invasion, Infinity, Struggle for the Cube, Hammers, and Spider-Infected. Um, so no, I'm, I'm definitely interested to see how this one pans out on um, what his logic was for going defenders. Whether it was just like you say, he had Moon Knight, Daredevil, and kind of went, oh, okay, well let's let's go with Stick Strange and Wong in there. Um, I mean, Strange and Web Warriors is not a bad thing because it gives you like a mobile healing ability and you get your shield as well. So maybe it adds a little bit of tankiness that they maybe don't have prior. Yeah, I just find that he's the five threat it's just too much in Web Warriors for that um, but yeah fair enough alright uh, that concludes our um, run through um, thank you very much everybody who was sticking with us so far um, I'm going to put you on the spot now as uh, TO who, who are your top three teams to look out for I'll give you three uh, so, I actually, this is the first time looking through these lists as well. Uh, this is all kind of new to me. I would say, I would, I would say Paul's team, um, Paul and Gareth, especially, are strong players. And Scott's, Scott's uh, like I say, he's quite young, but he's, he's definitely picking the game up. But, but like Paul and Gareth's list are absolutely brutal. Um, trying to think who else. There was another list. Um, the, your team, to be honest, like that, that list that. Uh, Thomas has got is, is going to is giving me nightmares. Um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he's going to automatically win all these games, but I can't see I 
can't see a, a game where he's going to really struggle either, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and the third one, it's, it's kind of hard because there's, there's a lot of good lists in, in, in across all the teams um, and the way team events go. I would never rule out Tony. Um, those guys, those guys are, 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 are being going to events down in England for, for years now and, and would never... We've never got Tony and the guys to, to, to really pull it out on a, on, a, on the day, to be honest. So yeah, probably, so the underpower scoundrels, the Marauders and the Warlords, that was the, one of the, the three teams to watch out for, I think. Fair enough. Okay. Oh, I would hate to say. Um, it, it's interesting. Um, there, there are some really good... Just be reminded of your normal games. Yeah, I was gonna say just there's a lot of solid lists in there. Um, obviously, I don't want to pick us because um, <laughs> can't can't do that. Tony's like you say. Um, well, well, let me rephrase the question: Are all those lists or all those teams that are there? Is there a particular team you like really don't want to have, to have people up against you guys if you're gonna avoid it? Yeah, it would definitely be Paul's. Um, having played against Paul. Um, and I think I've played against Gareth as well. Um, both solid players um, with super strong lists. Um, the Thunderbolts one is interesting, definitely to see yeah. see what they, yeah, they do. There's definitely some there's definitely some interesting lists in there. I think on a day might might surprise some people. I, I think maybe on the face of it, you may look at it. if they get the right because of the way the pairing system works, is they could their list really shines. To be honest. No, it absolutely does. Um, so, yeah, it's a combination. To be honest, it, I don't think the captain is a massive thing, but I do still think um, the, what the captain does can play a, quite a big part, um, you know, on the, those combinations. So picking who into, into who can can kind of make a big difference. Well, the way that we did it in War Machine, and I would probably encourage all the teams to do is, the decision to pick, so you do your your your, riot, your roll off the priority, and then you, you become team A and team B. When you pick your player to go down the table, when you pick your opponents teams to play against them, I'd always encourage the teams to talk to, like talk within yourselves and not make it one person's decision. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, so you guys, so you guys can look at the two lists that get handed over and go, "This is good for me. This is bad for me." And you can you can kind of have like a because each round will have about 50, 50 minutes at the start of every round. For the pairing process, so it won't really be a rush to get it done in the sense of you'll have 15 minutes to do it. So, like, if the, if the, if, you, if the teams can confer within themselves, then that's that that only only a strength is because it's not going to be a, like a so if the captains are really just figureheads if you want to call them for that. They're there for the player role really, and they're kind of like a, for me they're a point of contact within every team. Um, so they don't have to address everybody all at once. If that makes sense. No, absolutely. Okay. Delegate, delegate, that's, what I was for. that's that's the best way to do it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it'll be interesting because you know, there are some super strong lists in there, um, and how those matchups go will be super interesting. So rounding yeah, off, yeah, because, because the team events, you need to use two out of three um, wins to make it through to, to have the overall win. Um, so even though you might have one or two players within each team that are really you know, like the, the, I think the teams are quite well balanced between ex- experienced lists or experienced players and, and new 
Yeah, they, they, they definitely are. Because um, uh, before we saw the lists a while ago when I saw who was down, I was looking through some of the teams because obviously don't know everybody. Um, and most of the teams had one or two strong players and one or two players that I was, uh, you know, didn't know so well, looked on, Longshanks hadn't that much experience um, as such. Yeah. There, there, were, there aren't really that many teams that are packed with three um, solid players, um, which, like you say, then opens it up to that point of you only need to win two. So getting those combinations right can make all the difference. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, definitely. Okay, right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Um, before we finish, I must announce we have a new sponsor. We are now sponsored by Protect Games. So, oh, nice. yes, um, you will have heard on this podcast many a time we talk about going down there for events. Uh, fantastic store. Um, you yourself has been down many times as yeah, well. The setup that we've got down there and a lot of the community guys have got for the rest of the systems is, is fantastic. I um, always try to encourage the guys to come down as much as possible, to be honest. Yeah, um, like I say, great little store, and they've got a web store as well, um, protectgames.co.uk. I'll um, add a link in the show notes. Um, quite often got sales on, they've still got their MCP sale on at the moment. Um, good discounts and they've, they've got a multitude of, of different things. We were down there the other week for a heresy event. Um, so I was down there with a couple of people from the club who haven't been down before and they were surprised by how much there was. And it, it was interesting that because I've been going down and he's been adding stuff bit by bit, you don't tend to notice it so much. Um, and, and they were like, oh, he's got this. And I was like, yeah, he's got that. He's got this in the corner. And it kind of took me back by how much variety of stock they've got in there, from cards to board games to everything that you can think of. The one thing he doesn't stock is Games Workshop, which, um, you know, I think... Well, you don't never know, but I, I think it gives him a bit of freedom. Um, so he doesn't have that massive um, stock of Games Workshop stuff, but means he can stock a lot more of the others um so so yeah go check it out like i say i'll put a link in the show notes um and highly recommend it for both their events and to go get your stuff from them okay um so just as a roundup at the end how do people get hold of you if they wanted to are you on the socials yeah you'll find me on facebook um probably arguing with people uh, yeah, Facebook. Uh, you can message message me directly. With Longshanks, I believe I'm the only Alan Gibbon Longshanks, um, but if not, I'm player six ten. Um, but yeah, Facebook is normally Facebook or Discord. That's probably the best place to get me to be honest. Excellent. Um, and I'm on all the socials uh, as normal, so uh, Twitter and Instagram at Martin Swaffield. Uh, Discord, I'm on quite a few of the chats, although my Discord's been playing up. Um, so apologies if I've missed any messages from people. Um, and I'm also on Facebook. With that, thank you very much, Alan, and I'll bid you all good night. Thanks, Cheers.